the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Bob Bernie Live. Looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. We are at the Creation Museum. Uh, just across the river in northern Kentucky. And it's my privilege to have Mark Loy with me, co-founder, one of the three co-founders of Answers in Genesis, the Creation Museum, the Ark Encounter, and a dear friend for a long time. Mark, when the Ark was uh, announced, even before you started construction, there was enormous opposition government leaders uh, in in Ohio, in Kentucky. Some of it was just almost unmerciful. Has that opposition, because of the incredible success, has that opposition died down? Yes, it has. To some extent. Now, there are the the vocal atheists who, who, my goodness, they they post almost daily on Facebook (laughs) saying things like, you know, the, the number one rumor that's out there, which is totally false, is that we took taxpayer money right, to help right. build I've, I've read uh, that the, the Ark times. Encounter. So there was actually more opposition to the building of the Creation Museum that we're in right now. Than that the was Ark? Even, than the Ark, yes. Really? Yeah. In fact, we had to go to court. Um, this is almost 20 years ago, more than 20 years ago, to get this piece of property to rezone it, even though this piece of property was already set aside by the county for future development. We were a perfect fit sure. for this property, but guess what? The atheists and others, including some liberal pastors, tried to oppose us. <laughs> that so, does not surprise me in the least. The, uh, there was some opposition from the state of Kentucky several years ago before the ark opened uh, because the previous uh, governor, Governor uh, Stephen Bashir, said that if we're going to receive any type of tourism tax incentive from the state, mm-hmm. that we had to open up our hiring to non-Christians. Uh, and we yeah, said, I remember no. that as well. Yeah. The 1964 Civil Rights Act gives a title seven gives us a religious exemption to hire people who believe what we believe so we had to go to federal court and praise god the judge ruled in our favor do you do you have a lot of skeptics come to the ark yes and we want them to come sure because where else are they going to get this information right Uh, typically they'll come at the anniversary of the ark's opening in early july Uh, last year i think there were maybe 50 protesters Outside there, uh, opposing opposing the. Ark. Did they did they pay to get in, or were they outside well, the parking we, lot? Well, we we're, uh, some of them did come in, and uh-huh. I know that someone helped pay for them to come in. Sure. And so we welcome them. I mean, we those are the people we want to come visit. The people who are atheists or agnostics, because, as you know, Bob, both the Ark Encounter and our Creation Museum are evangelistic. We share the gospel, so we want non Christians, even the hardened skeptic to come and visit us here to get their questions answered about the reliability of the Bible in Genesis. But more than anything, we present them with the gospel. A hot buzzword today 
is diversity. I've been here since 11 o'clock this morning. It's now getting close to 6. Mark, I have seen such incredible diversity here today. Age-wise, I am so impressed with the number of children and young people and teenagers. There's been a ton of teenagers here today. Every race, every age group. I've seen old people. You've got the scooters to rent. I see those buzzing all around. In front of us right now are some little toddlers going in front of us with mom coming behind them. Uh, Is today a pretty typical day with this kind of diversity? Uh, First of all, you'll see a lot of young children here this year because children 10 and under are free. And they come free to the Creation Museum and the Ark Encounter. So that explains a lot of young people uh, running around here. I think this, looking at the last few weeks, our attendance is better than it's ever been. And I think it's because after COVID, people want to come out and and see what we have here. How How did you survive COVID? It was it was extremely difficult in 2020 when the uh, when the governor uh, said that attractions like ours had to shut down. So yeah, both the creation you, you and you had to actually shut down for almost three months. Now think of the revenue loss and all the salaries we have to pay. I mean it was it was traumatic. Sure. So coming out of that very very difficult time to see the attendance better than ever at the Ark and the Creation Museum is a huge blessing. Um, are the are, are you continuing any of the COVID protocols? No, uh, we follow the state guidelines, whatever right. Governor Bashir, the other Bashir, and so we, we we follow them. And you might see people wearing masks today, but that's I their saw a choice. Couple. There, that's I, their choice. Sure, and there's no social distancing anymore. But, but we had to follow social distancing and mask wearing for for several months. Wow, what is new here at the Creation Museum? Because you're changing, reevaluating, updating constantly. What are some of the newer things here in the last two or three years? Because I know a lot of our listeners have been here, but it was 10 years ago. I'm glad you didn't use the word evolving for our attractions. <laughs> but one thing we're really excited about downstairs is we have a very powerful pro-life exhibit called Fearfully and Wonderfully Made. Uh. That is new. We have our new auditorium uh, coming open soon called Legacy Hall. Yeah, where is it? That's going to be downstairs. Oh, downstairs. It'll be almost 1,000 seats. Wow. And uh, we've, as you saw earlier today, we've completely renovated our planetarium, Mm -hmm. a new sound, new projection system. And at the Ark, we continue to expand there with the zoo. We have a virtual reality experience where you put on these goggles and oh, no you take a, kind of take a virtual ride back to the time of Noah building the, uh, building the Ark. And um, we're hosting a lot of conferences now at the Ark Encounter. Right. We have and concerts. Concerts. Every, almost every day we have some kind of a musical presentation in a state-of-the-art 2,500-seat auditorium. See, Just, I haven't even seen that. Well, you need to repeat it. Was, it was not there when I was. I was there the opening day of the Ark. You were broadcasting live. Broadcasting live. First day, opening day. And there were a lot of things that were not finished. The restaurant wasn't even open. And there was a lot of mud. Yes. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it had rain. By, by the way, rain and the Arco hand in hand. So that was, we can almost think it was planned, but it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, we've got about two minutes till the break. Uh, Mark, why, our people who have been here, they're going to come back. 
But for our listeners who have never been here, why should they come? From Columbus, it's a couple-hour drive. Uh, to the Ark Encounter, it's probably two and a half, two hours and 45 minutes. Why should they come? Yeah, most of your listeners are within easy driving distance sure. of both the Creation Museum and the Ark Encounter. And by the way, can you do it in one day? I strongly advise you don't try to do yeah, it in one day. The, uh, everyone tells us when they've tried to do both in one day that that was a mistake. So it's one day each, ARC and museum, and they're separated by 45 minutes. And for Christians, they need to t- bring their young people here because young people in their public schools or in the media are getting a message that you cannot trust the Bible. Right. usually starting in Genesis. So we have answers here to defend our Christian faith, whether or not it's dinosaurs, how they connect to the Bible, why we have death and suffering in this world. Mm-hmm. We have answers to some of the most asked questions that Christians have. But for the non-Christian, we want them to come here to hear those answers, but also uh, hear the gospel message. So this, the, both facilities are for Christians and non-Christians. And the, when I, the, my first visit here was shortly after you opened. I think the thing, I was impressed impressed by the quality. I was not expecting yeah. the quality. I and, really wasn't. Yeah, we get that too from our detractors, the evolutionists who come here. Yeah. Many of them will say this is the best looking, most high tech museum they've seen anywhere yeah. in the world. And that scares them. Because yeah. because it looks so professional, these evolutionists are concerned, oh, my goodness, they might accept the messages yeah. that are behind the high I was I was impressed with that. But then the second thing is that in so many areas, you get both sides. Like in your uh, fossil exhibit, you have, all right, here's what the evolutionists say concerning this fossil, and here's what the Bible says. And people can actually look at the evidence. Here's what they say. Here's what the Bible says. And you can make up your own mind. Mark, you don't see that in a natural history museum. You only see the evolutionists, and they're scared to death to even be presented with the other side. You know, many of the evolutionists who come here appreciate the fact that we're not hitting them over the head and bashing them with the Bible or yeah. saying that uh, they're, they're evil. It's, we, we present both sides, although, of course, we, we support uh, the literal sure, view of sure. Genesis. But you're not afraid of the opposition. You're not afraid to be challenged. You're not afraid to be questioned. No, we want the we definitely we definitely want the atheists, agnostics, and other evolutionists to come here, and we want to engage them. We have several PhD scientists on staff here with degrees from places like Harvard. We have a PhD biologist from Harvard. We've got some brain power here too to back up what the exhibits say. How come I didn't get them? And I got you. Well, I'm the pretty, I'm, again, I'm the pretty face of the ministry. <laughs> oh, if you weren't such a friend, I wouldn't treat you so badly. Mark, thank you. I Thanks, appreciate buddy. so much your hospitality today. You have been such a gracious host. Yeah. And thank you for being on the program. And thank you for all of what you're doing here for uh, fulfilling that vision so many, many years ago and how God has used it. Thank you. Good. Safe travels back to Columbus. Thank you. All right, Bob Brady Live will wrap things up here at the Creation Museum after this brief break. Stay tuned.
talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. You know, there is so much discussion about diversity, and that's um, that's why, again, uh, one of the things that has impressed me so much by uh, spending the day here at the Creation Museum is the the diversity, the racial diversity, ethnic diversity, the age diversity. I, uh, I am just so encouraged by the number of young people that were here today. And I realize many of them are, are homeschoolers. In fact, maybe most of them, because this is a school day. This is a Friday. But uh, at the peak, around 2 o'clock, this place was... Well, in fact, from about noon till 2, it was packed. I mean, it was absolutely packed out, and there were young people and children everywhere. But also, the racial diversity. I was, I was not surprised, but I was very pleased by the wonderful diversity racially here at the, uh, at the Creation Museum. And it's just a reminder that the Bible and biblical truth really is the answer to racial issues, racism. Now, I know the skeptics will say, well, the Bible has been used to uh, discriminate. Yes, that is true. The Bible was used to support slavery. Uh, yes, that was true among some you can take any book you can take any truth and pervert it for an evil purpose but it is also true that it was biblical truth that drove the abolitionist movement it was preachers pastors spiritual leaders and their knowledge of the word of god that drove the abolition movement. It wasn't a bunch of atheists that were driving the abolition movement. Now, maybe they had existed, but I've never heard of the, uh, the Atheist Society for Abolition. It was Christians. So, yes, throughout the centuries, the Bible has been misinterpreted and misused and perverted. But the Word of God really does have the answer. And that's why it is so disturbing and disappointing when people who call themselves Christians involve themselves in divisive activity. This story is from Georgetown University. Georgetown University is a private Catholic institution. They claim to be a Christian university, but they have leaned to the left for Such a long, long time. Well, Georgetown University's campus ministry uh, is what they call it. Georgetown University's campus ministry is scheduling two events designed to give its black students and black-only students a chance to congregate together to heal and experience self-love. But the white kids aren't invited. 
the white kids are excluded. The Hispanics are excluded. It is for black students only. I continue to tell you this, and I continue to give you more and more proof and evidence that there is a new segregation being thrust upon us, and it's not coming from the right, it's not coming from conservatives, and it's not even coming from white supremacists. It's coming from the left. In fact, at Georgetown, there is an online, quote, Black Hoya Meditation. Part of it says, it is our hope that black Hoyas who join this community feel uplifted and celebrated for their mere existence and their contributions to the Georgetown community and to the world. In this space, we invite black Hoyas to show up and show their full authenticity and vulnerability. And then it advertises a cookout. The cookout is advertised as, and I am quoting from the advertisement, by black students, for black students. And it's to promote black joy. There is an attempt to divide us just like we were divided before the Civil Rights Movement. It's coming from the left, and the answer is we're of one race, one people. That is biblical truth. Have a great weekend, folks, but please remember whose you are. Listen. Listen. Think. Think. Discern. Discern. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.